What's going on everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted, the show that brings you professionals from all walks of life, touching on their backstory, their mindset, and how they navigate through adversity and opposition, while providing you practical tips that might help you on your path. I'm your host, two-time Olympian, Olympic bronze medalist, author, and motivational speaker, Akeem Haynes. Now, let's get into the episode. I wanted to talk this week about something that we all have fallen into something that can something that is easy to to be a part of and hard to get out of right distractions if you're someone who likes titles the title of this week's episode is eliminating the distractions how many of you have been distracted at some point in your life if you're watching this on YouTube, the visual episode, I got my hand up. Maybe you're listening to the audio side of it. Then just give me a quick nod. We have all been guilty of being distracted by something. Let me give you an example. You ever wake up and you have a plan for the day, right? You know what 7 a.m. is going to look like, 8 a.m. is going to look like, 9, 10, 11 a.m. You know what it's going to look like, but you wake up 6 a.m. ready to attack the day. You pick up your phone. You got a notification. Maybe it's a Twitter notification, Instagram notification, or whatever the case may be, a news article, and you find yourself scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And the next thing you know, it's eight o'clock. And you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? I woke up at six, ready to attack the day, and now it's eight o'clock, and I just wasted two hours and I didn't even do anything. It's easy to get distracted and can be hard to get out of it. We've all done there. We've all been there in different stages of our life. And so this episode, I want to talk about ways how to guard ourselves from distraction so we can do what we need to do and move towards the direction that we know we want to get to, right? There are some things that have helped me in my life that has helped me stay focused. So I got a couple points that I want to share with you today. Perhaps you can apply it or maybe give you a different perspective on how you can handle certain distractions in your life, right? But I first want to preface by saying this, right? I've had a lot of distractions in my life, a lot of distractions where I could have fed into and would have gotten me down a different path, right? So every single day I have to practice certain things. But when I was growing up, man, I was always pretty focused. You know, prime example, when I was in high school, right? Like my mom work sometimes three, sometimes four jobs. And so a lot of times when I would come home, she would just be leaving right? So I had a lot of open time for myself, right? And when you're in high school, there's so many different things that's going on, right? Whether that's a party happening on the weekend, people want to hang out, whatever the case may be. Obviously, I was very heavily invested in sports, but I was not doing sports all day. There were times and space where I could have done other things, other things that would have probably gotten me in trouble, but the options was there. But I also knew that the sacrifices that my mom was making for me, if I was to feed into those distractions, I wouldn't be honoring her. I would be doing a selfish act and I would not be focusing on the things that I said that I wanted to do. Like I wanted to get a scholarship and there was things that I had to do in order so I could be in alignment to get that scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I've always been one to see both ends of the spectrum and to really put things into perspective. So I've always been kind of wired to that. And to this day, I'm still the same way, but probably a lot more uber focused on what I have to accomplish. But that does not mean 
that distractions don't come my way. So if you're like, if you're someone that likes to take notes, write down eliminating distractions, and then we're going to share maybe three or four points. But here's the first point. Number one, gauge what you are trying to accomplish or really dial in on the goal. You see, one thing I noticed early in my life is every person isn't after what you're after, right? The goals that you have, people don't have those same aspirations, right? The dreams that you have, people don't have that same dream, right? So I had to make sure that the goal that I see for myself, that everything that I was doing and a part of, that it was going to line up to that mark, right? I'm a person who I may not know all of the steps, but I have an idea of where I would like to get to. I have an idea of what the end goal could possibly look like. Even if I don't have every single step written out or known fully, I have an idea of what I want certain things to look like. I talked about earlier about a time in high school, man, anybody that know me in high school, man, knows that I was always very serious. You know what I'm saying? Not serious in the sense of where I wasn't laughing or wasn't joyful, but I was very serious about where I was trying to get to. People thought I was just playing sports just to play sports, you know, for fun. And don't get me wrong, I had some fun doing it, but fun wasn't really the initial mark for me. I knew that I had to use this gift that God had given me and find a way how I could parlay it into getting my school paid for and then being around the best athletes so I could possibly maybe take that next step in the professional sporting world. So there were things that I needed to do, right? So I wasn't going to parties like, like a lot of the people that I was hanging around with, right? They were going to parties and sleeping late and there's nothing wrong with that, but our goals wasn't aligned right? We weren't gauging the same things. You we weren't trying to accomplish the same things. I, I felt like I was already behind in certain areas. So I needed to sharpen and line up and make sure that everything that I could control, that I did that to the best of my ability. So I really had to gauge what I wanted to accomplish and start to eliminate the things that wasn't going to help me get there, right? So it's very important that you have to gauge what you're trying to accomplish, gauge what the goal is. One of the worst things that you can do in life is run around in circles without direction. So when you're gauging and trying to find what goals and things you're trying to accomplish, want to make sure that you have something in mind of where you're trying to get to. Even if you don't, you don't have to know every single detail, but you should have an idea where you want to get to. So one, gauge what you are trying to accomplish. The second thing is that is very important when it comes to reaching that goal is to lock in with your time and your effort. The people closest to me know that I take my calendar very seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like I take my calendar very seriously because for me, calendar gives me an outline of how I'm going to use my time for that day, right? I'm a person who Whatever it is that I'm a part of, I give 100% to it, and the calendar helps me to do just that. So if I have something to do at 9 a.m., for example, if I'm supposed to be on a Zoom call at 9 a.m., I am there by 8.58. I'm ready to go, maybe even earlier. 
If I'm having a coffee with someone at 10 a.m., I am there ready, fully engaged at that time for whatever is about to happen. I want to be locked in. I give my full effort to everything that I'm a part of. No because you can get distracted from reaching your goals, dreams, and aspirations if you are not intentionally locked in and giving a thousand percent effort towards it. If you know you are someone who gets easily distracted, take time to lock in. Literal example. If you're trying to write a book, the first thing that you have to do is you have to write. You can't write a book if you don't spend time writing. So in practical ways, if you're trying to write a book at 10 a.m., put inside of your calendar somewhere where you can see it, 10 to 11, I'm writing, right? Phones on, do not disturb. I'm in a place where if solitude or I have to write, put yourself in a position where you have to do those things. You have to lock in. If you don't lock in and be intentional about the time and the effort that you're giving, distraction is going to win all the time. And so for me, that is why the calendar is an important asset for me when it comes to eliminating distractions, because I want to give my full attention into what I am doing. And if something is on my calendar, I'm giving my all to that time for that time period, right? Because if we are intentional about how we spend our time, distraction is going to win by default. So we have to be intentional about the time and the effort that we are putting towards the things that we are trying to accomplish. Number three, eliminate the noise of people around you. This is such a, a, a key pivotal thing in my life. Earlier, I spoke about everyone isn't after what you're after, nor their goals and dreams and aspirations line up, right? But there are people who may be distracting you. I know, I know it's not, it's not something you want to hear. It's not something that you're ready to accept, but listen to me. Like there are people who are distracting you from you reaching that mark that you see for yourself. Because whenever you interact with certain people, there's certain energy that you have to put out. There's certain energy that you have to, like, it takes a little bit out of you, the more interactions that you have with certain people. And so if you're always giving every single thing that you have to someone else, to those around you, and you're not getting it and you're not getting anything back, what do you think is going to happen? If you're trying to dig from a well and there's water in that well, and every time that you help someone, you take water from your well and you dump it on theirs, eventually you're going to get to a point where you got nothing left. And sometimes there are people in your life who will just take from you and give nothing back. And then you start to ask yourself, man, I've done so much for this person and they ain't done nothing for me. Well, there's a good chance that if you were looking at the history of it, they haven't done nothing for you for years. But you didn't see it like that because you're trying to be someone to be helpful, to be encouraging, to be uplifting to those around you, forgetting that every person doesn't have the heart like you. Every person doesn't have that kind genuineness to them like you. And so there are people along the way who you meet, who will uplift you, who will encourage you, who will help you get to that next level in your life. And if we believe that there are people like that, then why can we not believe that there are people who will keep you where you are and pull you down? And so one of the things that I had to learn in my life is I had to learn how to say no. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to learn how to say no.
And no is a strength. When I think about friendship and when I think about brotherhood and sisterhood and growth, I think about two people coming together to help each other in the journey of life. And there are a lot of people who are in these one-sided relationships. What is a one-sided relationship? Well, it's one of those situations where someone is just taking from and not adding to. That is a one-sided relationship. When you're always asking them about their day, and they've never once asked about what you have going on or what you need help with or what you need prayer with or what you're going through. That's a one-sided relationship. One-sided relationships are never fruitful. So when I'm talking about eliminating the noise of people around you, it's making sure that you know that the people who are not adding value to your life, that can possibly be a distraction. In order to go up in certain stages of your life, there's certain things that you have to say no to. You can't say yes to everything. If you say yes to the dream, you got to say no to something else. If you say yes to something else, you have to say no. You have to balance it. You cannot go up and think that you can't leave something behind. So it's very important to eliminate the people around you, right? You have to learn how to say no and be okay with saying no. Because if you say yes to every single thing, then you are saying yes to the distractions because you will drown out your voice, your heart, your intention of where you want to get to, and you'll be taking detours left, right, and center because you didn't have the courage and the strength to say, no, I'm going this way. I can't do this today. I can't hang out tomorrow or the next day. Not this week. I'm working on the goal. I'm trying to get to a certain part. I can't say yes this week. Maybe in two weeks or a month from now, I have to lock in. I have to stay focused. And there was a season in my life where I had to say no to a lot of things. This was my season to know so I could have a season of fruitfulness as I was working towards last, a certain mark. And the last and final part of eliminating distraction, right, is staying consistent. Consistency is one of the most important things out there because if anything is going to come to fruition, you have to be consistent about it. And it is one of the most challenging things also because as people, what helps keeps us going is when we can see progress, right? When we can see that one plus one is equaling two, when we can see that we are moving in a forward direction and we can see it. But what happens when you don't see it right away? What happens when you've been putting the work in and you don't see it for a couple weeks or a couple months? What happens then? I'll give you a prime example of consistency that has happened in my life. When I retired from sport and was trying to learn the business of speaking and how it worked, man, I, I, I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know a single thing about it. Right. But all I knew was I needed to be consistent with a schedule and a routine. So my routine was this I would get up at 5 a.m., I would do my prayer, I would do my devotional, I'd do my writings by 5 30, 5 45. I was done the spiritual aspect of it, but I had all this time left. I had all this open time and space of what I wanted my day to look like, but I didn't really know how to fill it. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I did not know what I was doing, but I knew this. I knew I had to continue showing up and putting myself in the atmosphere where I could figure it out. So by 6 a.m. in the morning, I was searching, doing Google searches and reading different things and listening to different interviews and listening to different podcasts and talking to different people because I was trying to understand if I'm going to be a speaker, what does a day of a speaker look like? Like what type of books were they reading? What type of things were they doing? What did it look like? from the lowest point possible, because that's where I was, right? The beginning stages, 
And so there were times where I'd wake up and I'd be like, okay, spiritual side is done 6 a.m. And I would just go to my computer or go to my phone and just start searching, not knowing exactly what I was looking for. But I knew if I kept looking and kept showing up and kept being consistent, that I would figure certain things out, that I would start to align some things that would put me in some forward direction so that I could learn, that I could figure it out. I didn't always know what I was going to search. I didn't always know what exactly I was looking at, but I know I had to be consistent and I had to show up. And because I kept being consistent and kept showing up, I understood, okay, Akeem, you got to get a website. Okay, Akeem, what message are you sharing? Okay, Akeem, how much are you going to charge? Okay, Akeem, what does it mean to learn the marketing side of it? Okay, Akeem, what platforms are you going to use? Okay, Akeem, how do you go about a contract? I had to learn all of those things. All of those things started by just showing up, not knowing what exactly I was showing up for. But oftentimes, if you put yourself in the environment, you continue to show up and be consistent at it. You figure out some things, you align some things, and that's how you build momentum. Right. But I was very intentional about staying consistent. So when you are trying to eliminate the distractions in your life, you have to stay consistently aligned with the mark of where you're trying to go. Right. And just be consistent with that. If you're trying to lose weight, you got to be consistent with your eating. You got to be consistent with your workouts, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Right. You have to be consistent at that. Only when you become inconsistent, do you really feed into the distractions. Inconsistency is just someone who is distracted by other things. But when you are consistent, you have aligned yourself with the vision and the goal. So distractions doesn't come as easily because you're aligned. So we always have to do our best to stay consistently aligned with where we're trying to go. Because whatever you are intentional about, you choose the other thing by default. The important thing is life is that we continue to progress, that we continue to get better. And so always be cognizant of what's around you, who's around you, what you're giving your time and effort to, and how you can be consistent in every single thing that you do so you can accomplish and reach those feats. I want every single person to win in whatever that looks like. I want every single person to be successful in whatever that looks like. I want every single person to be joyful in every single area of their life. So in closing, I hope this episode has helped in some capacity. I hope it has been encouragement or a reminder or give you a different perspective on how to guard yourself from distractions and why it's important to eliminate them so we can be the best that we can be and accomplish those goals, dreams, and aspirations. But before we go, if you could do me a huge favor, head to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Chartable.com, Spotify, and leave a rating and review of the show. This really does go a long way in moving the podcast forward. I ask every single episode because it really does help. And in order to grow the podcast, I need your help in doing so. So please, if you could take a few moments and do that for me, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. So with all that being said, hope you enjoyed the episode. I'll see you next time.